Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jamison, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion, helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. I hope you are doing well. This is a show where we help lawn care and landscaping businesses go from that startup struggling phase into being a thriving business. And one thing that I like to do about once a quarter is to refresh my vision board, my goals, and things of that nature. And so we've had some butt chilly cold weather in Atlanta recently. I'm talking, I feel like I'm back in Ohio. And so probably not going to be golfing. <laughs> today or tomorrow. Uh, But what I did is I pulled my vision board off my wall and it's sitting out in my family room and I took all the pictures off. It's basically at scratch and I'm going to refresh the vision uh, for this quarter, uh, which is January, February, March. Now, maybe you're listening to this a different time of the year, uh, but we can always set visions and goals where there is no vision. The people perish. Helen Keller had a quote and she said, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight, but no vision. And there's a quote. I don't know who said it, but it's always, just listen to this. And again, I apologize. I don't know who said this, but there's a saying out there that says a man without a vision for his future always returns to his past. And so in your business or perhaps your life, if We keep going back to the same cycle, whether that's our price is too low or we're inefficient or we just do something and we're like, why did I do that? That that was a dumb decision. I I used to do that. Why am I still doing that? I know it's wrong. I know I shouldn't be doing that. And the solution is we really don't have a vision for the future because if we had a vision for the future, we wouldn't be repeating these mistakes from the past that essentially prevent us from achieving what what we want to create, where we want to go. So today I want to share some of my behind the scenes. This is, I don't know, my seventh or eighth time working on a vision board. And I just want to share with you kind of my workflow and why I do this so consistently. And I actually have three vision boards. I have one in my office. So that one is kind of themed around money. I have a a career, finance, those kind of goals, and basically everything on the vision board, I'm looking at it right now, is, you know, it's dealing with money and financial goals because I'm in my office all day, and maybe when I get a little lazy uh, and I see that vision board, it's like, okay, get back to putting in effort while I'm in the office working. Uh, Nick Saban talks about putting a, a... What's that thing called, Mr. Producer? A barometer or thermometer? Rectal thermometer. One of those things that that, that measures your heat or whatnot, your temperature. And he's like, if I put a thermometer, barometer, whatever the thing, the device is called up your rear end, what what, what temperature am I going to read? Meaning his football players is just at practice. You know, it wasn't even the season yet. It was the beginning of the, uh, what do they call the preseason? The two-a-days or whatever the spring training thing is. 
Uh, and he's like, you're not putting in the effort. If we're going to get the results in the season, we got to put in the effort. So sometimes when I look at my vision board, it motivates me to put in more effort. So here's what I do. And, and, and uh, let me shout out Brian Fullerton uh, and Liz, his wife. In 2020, I believe it was, I went to their house. And I've shared this story before, but I want to share it again because it's what, there's two people, three people actually, Brian and Liz, I count them one their unit. And then uh, my friend Otha, um, th- they had a major impact in me starting to take my vision board serious. And what happened with Brian and Liz, I was at their house and I saw they had goals written on their wall, on their vision board. And I was just kind of reading through the the goals and everything. And one of their goals that they had written down is they wanted to purchase this dream property. Um, I think it was a few acres and, and they just, they wanted to buy a plot of land. And they had it written down and I saw it with my naked eye on their wall. And so we were doing a podcast that was episode 200, if you want to go back and listen to it. And I was just asking them about their, their goal and they both started crying. And it was very strange for me because I'm sitting here not crying and I'm like, okay, they're crying. Like that I, what's going on here? Grown man crying, his wife's crying. I know women are emotional and they cry probably more than us men, but Brian was crying like a baby. Liz was crying. And they said three years ago, and they shared this whole story, they set the vision. So in in 2018, they set a goal. Brian and Liz wanted to buy a plot of land. Well, little did I know, because they hadn't publicly, they hadn't shared this with anyone except I think Liz's mom, maybe some of Brian's close family, but no, no one publicly knew about this at the time. And they were kind of spilling the beans to me, spilling the tea to me that they had purchased three acres, and I believe it's three acres. It might have been more or less, but it's a pretty big plot of land in Michigan, and it's theirs. The sign sale delivered. They bought the property, the, the, the lot, and they were crying because they were talking about how difficult those three years were, how much sacrifice and hard work and sacrifice and hard work and rinse and repeat, it was to earn a gob of money, to pay off some debts, and to save some up. And eventually they did it and they bought their three acres. But they had a vision in 2018 that they wanted this land. And a lot of times in our microwave culture and generation, we think that, you know, oh, I want it and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have it next week, right? Next Tuesday, it's gonna, I'm gonna get the land miraculously. Well, Maybe, but usually it takes time. If you've ever been around farming and agriculture, I grew up in Ohio and I didn't, I didn't grow up on a farm, but there was cornfields and farmland all around my, my, my area. And, and so I know a little bit about seed time. Uh, when you plant the seed, you know, if, if the, I like the cornfields, um, they're just beautiful. We, we had one really close to where I lived, but when they, they would plant the, the, the seed, then eventually the corn would, would grow on these big old stalks and they'd come and they'd, they had these machines. They'd take the corn. That was a cool process to watch. But, but it all started with they had to put the corn seed into the ground. They weren't going to get an apple tree. They were going to get corn because they planted corn. So when we have a vision, then we start sowing seeds toward, towards uh, creating what we want that future to look like. Peter uh, Drucker said the best way to predict your future is to create it. 
And so for me, this is a prayerful time. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. And so for me, my plans, they might be off a little bit, meaning I might want this, and God knows better. And he's like, well, actually, you really want this, but I, I know what you mean, you know. And and, and so I try to... um I try to, when I'm creating my vision board, and I'll just share with you what I'm doing today. My vision board's in my family room. I have some little push pins and I have a little felt board. And I, I just open a blank document on my computer. And I call it vision board. And I just start putting pictures on there, on my computer. I start putting pictures on there. I, I start writing down some text. Like, like what I mean by text is like um, goals of like, I want this to happen this quarter. And, and, and there we've talked on previous episodes about smart goals, how they're very specific, they're measurable uh, and things of that nature. And so I write down those and I just, I just, I don't have any filter or revisions or anything. I just, I put it all on the, on the blank board there. And then I'll, I'll step away and I'll go do something else. And I'll come back and I'll work on it some more. And then eventually I'll be like, okay, I have, you know, I have three pictures of this dream house that I kind of like, and I'll just kind of pick my favorite one and I might delete the other two and then I'll, I'll narrow it down. And then what I do when it's all kind of narrowed down then to, to what I want to actually put on my real vision board. And I'm not saying this is the, the way you have to do it, but it's just what works for me. Cause I've done this so many times, then I'll print it out or pardon me, I'll email it to, um, there, there's a print store, probably about two, two and a half miles down the road. It's very close to where I live. You can go there and ship packages and they also have like a printer there and um, things of that nature. So I'll print, I'll, I'll send it over to them, have them printed out. I like to print it out real nice colored, you know, they print it on a nice, uh, nice piece of paper. It's, and, uh, it's colored. It's, it's the, the print quality is, um, very good. And then I'll take it a step further and I'll have them laminate it, which they put like a little clear plastic covering thing over it. And it makes it look even more shiny and nice, pristine. Synced Live 2024 in Atlanta, Georgia is the premier event in the green industry that showcases unique products and solutions for your business. From top industry leaders sharing their knowledge through engaging presentations to networking opportunities with top industry brands and fellow attendees all on the showroom floor. Get your tickets at SyncLive.com and join us this February in Atlanta where landscape design, build, and maintenance come together under one roof. You're out there in the field mowing along making money, working hard, but for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Hey guys, Jason Creel here and want to invite you to the 4th Annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama, near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets. The early bird ticket pricing is $197, and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night, most of the day Saturday. We're going to feed you dinner, breakfast, and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison's going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hain, the lawn care nut, Caleb and Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy. 
Jeremy Vest. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year that we've done this event, the reviews have been fantastic. So come hang out with us, Springville, Alabama. If you need a ticket and want to register, you need to do so before it sells out because I really think it's going to sell out this year. This is Friday and Saturday, February 23rd and 24th in Springville, Alabama. To get a ticket, go to LawnCareLife.com and click on the link for conference. Well, if you're listening in real time, the 2024 Lawn Care Life Conference is going to be here before we know it, y'all. It's going to be fun uh, hanging out with Jason Creole, Alan Hain, the Lawn Care Nut, Naylor Taliaferro, the Almond, John Pajak, Jeremiah Jennings, Jeremy Vest, uh, myself, uh, so many others. I went to this event in 2020, which was the third year Jason had the event. He, he also had it in uh, 2017 and 18, and uh, I just had a great time in, in 2020. Uh, as a family atmosphere, my buddy Felipe and I, we we went over from Atlanta and, and just had a wonderful day. Uh, I've I made so many connections that now I look back and I'm like, wow, like who would have ever thought my bookkeepers that you've, if you listen to this program for any amount of time, Megan and Joey, I met them at Jason's event. I had no idea who they were and uh, they were very sharp when they talked about bookkeeping and I, and I could tell that they had a passion, like they actually enjoy small business. And it was, it was obvious when they spoke on stage, when I talked to them in person, I actually did a podcast interview with them. And so very shortly after the lawn care life conference, I hired Megan and Joey, uh, you know, to test it out, try it out. And, and, you know, here we are five, four or five years later, I guess, four years later. And after four years, you know, they've really helped me understand my numbers so much better, so much better. Um, and that was the first time I got to meet my boy, Alan Hain. Uh, I obviously followed him on on YouTube. I knew about him. I, I I've seen his videos, and I was a little starstruck when I saw him. And uh, the, these guys from Alan Hain to Jason Krill, they're just they're, they're humble, they're down to earth, uh, good people, and everyone else is. Naylor, of course, the almonds, Payjack, uh, and uh, um, Jeremiah, and and Jeremy Vest. All the, all these guys, they're 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 cool. You might be like, who's this Jeremy Vest guy you keep talking about? He's a uh, he teaches how to create content. So uh, in this day and age, it's hard to keep up with it. But I, I try to um, I try to stay fresh on on how to make good content. But that's not what the conference is about. Content. It's about um, expanding your lawn care business and and really. Um, taking it to the next level, to, to, to new heights, to elevate your earnings in, in 2024. And a small component of that is learning how to create better content. So, so Jeremy Vess will be covering that at the event. Naylor will be covering route density. Um, the almonds will be covering how to get out of the truck and, and work on the business and get out of the field. Um, and Alan Hain is just a couple steps ahead of us all with, with um, the innovative uh, technologies and, and, and where all this equipment is going. And, and he's just got kind of a, he's like going out into the future and then coming back to 2024 and kind of being like, Hey guys, here's where this thing's going. And here's how we should adapt. You don't want to be uh circuit city or blockbuster or some of y'all are kids. You're like, what's, what's circuit city. What is that? Ask your parents or grandparents. Blockbuster was a, uh, <clears throat> when I was a kid, that was like the, the, the big fancy store where you went and you rented VHSs. Um, and eventually I think they might even have DVDs in there. I'm not sure. But then ne- uh, Netflix, not Netflix. Was it Netflix? I guess Netflix came along and then people 
could rent their stuff online like that. And uh, Blockbuster went out of business. So anyway, Alan's going to be helping us so we don't get rusty and stale and old and, and go out of business and things of that nature. So, all right. Uh, Lawn Care Life Conference, uh, if tickets are still available, uh, you can reserve your seat at thelawncarelife.com. Uh, there's a conference button there. And once that thing sold out, it's sold out. So back to the vision board, I was mentioning that I have a document where I have pictures, words, kind of all of that. I send it to the printing store. They print it out for me and they laminate it for me. Now you don't have to go through all these um, extra steps. I just, I take my vision board really serious now because I've seen what it's done for um, Brian and Liz and I've seen what it's done for me. There's been different goals that I've put up on there that have been achieved. And then I look back and I'm like, wow, I remember putting that up there and I was like, I don't know about this one. And so it's, it's really gotten me focused and you got to be careful with the vision board. My, my friend Otha long story short or short story long as Naylor says, when I uh, finished hanging out Brian and Liz, I had bought a felt board at target. Now I've actually, my, my last two ones I've bought off Amazon. um, And I like the one off Amazon a little bit better, but um, nevertheless, I had purchased the vision board, but I hadn't actually put anything on it. So my friend Otha said, Hey, Paul, we were talking on the phone one day and I was just, he was just giving me wisdom and life counsel and guidance. And he said, do you have a vision board? And I said, yes. He's like, great. And I think he meant, do you like actually have one like with stuff on it? But I didn't tell him that I was blank. I don't think I, I shared that information with him, but I told him I had one cause I was true. I had one. And, uh, so I got, I got busy after that and printed out the pictures and went to the store and, and, and I, you know, I had my very first vision board there and that was in my old apartment and I had it right above my desk where, where, where I'm at now. I don't have a, like a wall in front of my desk. So, so I have, uh, one vision board in the hallway, one in my bedroom and then one in my office, but it's on the other wall. But nevertheless, I see them all day long. So I print out the pictures. I print out the, um, the words, I get them laminated and then I just take little felt pins and I, I put them on the board and I kind of, you know, try, try to make them kind of mix and match together. And it's kind of, I'm, I'm not the most um, artsy, creative person. Some, some people are really good at that stuff. I would say I'm below average on that stuff, but I just try my best to kind of, you know, blend it and collage it to, together to to make some resemblance of of something that that's uniform or, you, you know, kind of goes together. And then I just put it on the wall. Um, the one in my hallway, Dr. Frank came over, my buddy, and he helped me hang it up on the wall. And then the one in my bedroom, the one I'm working on today, I can kind of, I can kind of put it up there by myself. So anyway, that that's my um, that's my order of operations there. Um, a man without a vision for his future always returns to his past. And so if you've made mistakes in your past and you don't want to repeat those negative patterns, those negative cycles, uh, there's there's various ways that we can kind of catapult out of the holes that we've dug ourselves in the self-inflicted wounds from yesterday, yesteryear, the past. But I think one of the things that definitely will help get us on the right trajectory is to get along with God, to pray and ask him, what's your vision for my life? And then get creative, start, start printing out things, start, um, you know, putting things on the vision board and I just try to commit it to the Lord and, 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 and trust that he'll establish the plans. And I got to be careful what I say about 
this next statement, but be be realistic to the point. I, I know a guy, he's he flies on private jets all the time now and stuff like that. And you know, he had that vision and he's actually on private jets and things of that nature. But maybe before you put the private jet on your vision board, if you have a car payment on your vehicle, maybe start with I want my vehicle to have no loan attached to it. And and you know, have I, I paid off my vehicle loan last year and, and then I purchased another vehicle since then in cash. So those are kind of things I had on my vision board is one of the things I had was I wanted to pay off my vehicle and I did that. And then another thing is I wanted to buy a truck in cash and I put the truck up there. Now I actually had a Chevy Silverado on my vision board uh, that I looked at every day and I actually bought a Ford F-150. And so, uh, you know, I thought I was going to get a Chevy Silverado, but the F-150 just had a really good deal. And it was, it was a good dealership that was a good reputation in it. So anyway, I ended up getting the F-150. So, so that's what I kind of say about the Lord will direct our path. So my, my plan was Chevy Silverado, right? But I committed it to the Lord and, and he established the plan. And I, I think for me, this vehicle in this season of my life, this F-150 worked out great. It's been mechanically good. It, it's clean. It's, uh, it's just a good, good vehicle. So, but I, I say that, and I don't want to say, I don't want to talk anyone out of putting a private jet on there, but where, where are you flying to? You know what I mean? Like start, start. And I'm not, again, I, 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 uh, I'm not bashing that. I, I, uh, a, a, at all. Cause I have a friend who two years ago, he was, he had negative in his bank account. And now he's flying around on private jet and he, he made a lot of money. And uh, so I'm not, I'm not saying that stuff can't happen rapidly, but maybe instead of doing stuff that's a little far-fetched, not that it won't happen, start with things that are like in your everyday life now, if you're overweight or for me, I weighed 207 not too long ago, 208, 209, I'd, I'd, I'd be in that range. I step on a scale, I'm 232. Oh, so, you know, maybe, maybe baby steps of, of, of losing, you know, two pounds a week or one pound a week. And, and, and that gives me something measurable. So when I step on my scale every morning, I'm like, wow, instead of 232, it's 239. I want to get under that 230 mark. Right. And then maybe we'll, we'll start worrying about getting to 225. So it's, it's baby steps. And it's, it's uh, good to have a goal that stretches you, but it's still realistic, but it still stretches you. There's, there's a, there's a sweet spot there. So anyway, I just, I'll leave it at that. Cause I don't want to talk anyone out of having big dreams or stuff like that. But you, you also want to make, make it realistic. So when you look at that vision board, you're like, yeah, this quarter, I want my revenue to be this and, and, and make it something that that's, that's within reason. Um, so that you, because of the, and I'll land the plane here. I know I'm, I'm know I'm dragging on about this, but if you make the goal, like, so like, let's say you're used to making, um, 50,000 a quarter, which would be you know, every three months you make $50,000 revenue. So $200,000 a year. And you put on there, I'm going to make 200 million. I want to make 50 million this quarter. Well, to go from 50,000 to 50 million in a quarter, like that's just really unusual. And, 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 and I'm not saying don't do that, but maybe instead of my, my, my goal when I, cause I know my numbers, I'm not saying these are my numbers, but I, you know, you, you know, your numbers and you know, in 2021, you did 45,000 January, February, March. And then you did 50,000 last year, maybe, maybe a good goal this year is 55,000 or 60,000 or maybe even more, but, but it's, it's obtainable and it's within reach. And then it's like, okay, well, how much is that per month? 
How much is that per week? And, and you and you break it down. So anyway, I have a, a rambling uh, going on and that Mr. Producer don't like that. So we'll just cut the episode here before I, who knows what I start talking about private jets and uh, $50 million in a quarter and stuff like that. Just set goals. If you got a car payment, maybe your goal should be to get rid of the car payment. If you weigh 232 pounds like me, maybe let's set a goal to get to 225. And I, I know there's other goals with body percentage fat and visceral fat and all this other stuff. I'm just, I'm just trying to give these, these baby step goals and things of that nature um, and get it on a vision board. So you look at it every day. There's so much power in having things written down and, and in front of us. So hope that helps. Um, as we mentioned, the lawn care life conference earlier, if you guys are listening to this before that event takes place, February 23rd and 24th would absolutely love for you to be at the event. Uh, you can reserve your seat today. Mr. Producer will put that link in today's show notes. And I'll probably put my Amazon storefront down there as well. If you want to get the actual um, vision board that I have, it's it's blank. It's a like a felt board. You, you got to put the things on there. But the, the one that I like best, um, you can uh, you can you can you can order the exact one that I have. We'll put that that Amazon link for you in the show notes as well. Uh, Mr. Producer, if you could do that, I would appreciate it. All right, well, thanks for listening to today's show and we hope to catch you on the next episode. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.